When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 129, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says vulnerability is a strength that we should all learn and cultivate in our lives. Joining me on today's show is Valerie Cabadonga. And Valerie was born in the Philippines, and she moved to New Zealand with her family when she was 16 years old. And Valerie runs a blog called Her Progress a Christian blog filled with interviews of women powering life with grit and with grace and blog articles to equip and enable women to embrace the power of self-celebration. Now on today's show, Valerie is going to share, speak out, reason and do something. Doing the dirty work helps build humility as well as why it's so important to learn from other people's experience and so much more. So welcome to the show, Valerie. Hello. How are you? Hi, guys. <laughs> so great uh, to have you on the show today. And as I said, you are oh. calling in from my home country, New Zealand, uh, New yes. Zealand and uh, Windy Wellington, I think it's uh, known. What's the weather like in Wellington today? Has it been a good day? Um, it's planning to its reputation, i.e. being Windy Wellington. Yeah. It is windy today and raining. We're having horizontal rains. Oh, I feel like I'm wow. doing a weather forecast right now. Yeah. It's right over here. New Zealand <laughs> is such a beautiful country. I, uh, mm. you know, think often think back to my childhood. Uh, we grew up on a farm out in Howick, Whitford, actually, um, well, near Howick, Whitford, it was called. And now, of course, it's a lot of the areas is built up. But mm. I often look uh, back in fondness, you know, to the times we would go sailing and camping. It's just a mm. beautiful country. But you're right, in Wellington, the trees grow like this in some uh -huh. parts. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I feel like people grow like that too, just with their posture and just trying to, you know, go against the wind. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yep. So I love that uh, you've started this blog. You've got this blog, Her Progress. Share with us, how did you come to the idea of creating a blog? Was it a an area you saw in the marketplace that was just not being met? Was it something that you felt guided to create? What was it for you? Um, for me, actually, blogging started on and off for two years, I think. It started off as like, hey, let's create a lifestyle blog. And my friend at the time was doing hers as well. So it was kind of like a good tag team. Yeah. Um, but just along the way, while doing that, it just kind of fell off since you don't have like much purpose behind mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. 
And then so last year, um, after reading um, Lisa Bevere's book, Without Rival, mm. um, there was a portion there that just pushed me into doing blogging again, but this one has more essence into it and more substance mm. and more purpose behind it. Um, and to be honest, I didn't quite think about it in such a business aspect. It's yes. just so recently that I, I have this, I guess, um, mindset of like, yeah, let's go, let's go for it. And let's yeah. just go long haul and not anymore just like a hobby yeah. or something like that. I love yeah. that. You know, sometimes when we are moved in a certain direction and as you were through reading uh, the book, you were then led to, to create a blog and start to, to mm. share your insights and really empower and inspire others and influence really through the words that you were creating. Uh, now through developing that, you've opened up an opportunity to start looking at, well, now, now I can start to, to look at different revenue models and, and what mm. I can do. So sometimes it's just a matter of stepping out in trust yeah. and then being able to uh, see really where God directs you. And I, I can certainly resonate with you when you say around, you want to have it uh, tied or your business or whatever it is that you're focusing on, mm. tied to something that's deeper and bigger than just yeah. for that because of the fact that mm. when, when you do, I'd imagine now your approach is just so much more, um, and I'll ask you, when you're writing your blog posts, what is mm. the difference to now how you come up with creative ideas and, and just the whole process in comparison to previously when you were just writing a blog post? What are some of the differences you notice? Oh, that's so good. Um, I guess one of the differences I've seen this time is before it was just a lot of, oh, whatever comes to mind, let's just go write it and I don't know if it's complete, like, you know, scrap, but yeah. <laughs> it was just like content. Like that's all I was thinking was let's push some regular content. Mm. But now um, as going through that process, it's a lot of, to me, it's a lot of journaling. It's a lot of just like putting what I'm going through today, what I've been feeling and what I've learned throughout the day. And then sometimes, for some reason, or it might be that God led me there. It's just going back to that certain day again, mm -hmm. and then just having like digging more into it, and yes. then that comes up as a content for yeah. some reason. So yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of incorporating, you know, like taking life moments yeah. and seeing like where that will take you. Because mm -hmm. I always think that we need to experience life before we can write something about it. Yes. So. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. I love the way that you've shared that because, you know, sometimes in business we uh, we look at the vehicle, if you will, or the method and how we're going to get our message out there, but it's not till we really align it with the message or mm. that uniqueness. And in your instance, what you, you did was you took the blog and the writing, which you were doing previously, but allowing you to really focus from a, you know, a, a face perspective if you will mm. that gives far more meaning and fulfillment mm. not only to you but also to the readers and you've really um, I imagine honed a little bit more in your ideal reader and, yeah. and who she is speak a bit more about uh, speaking out reasoning and doing something because how often we can do the opposite not say <laughs> anything not even mm -hmm. go to reasoning at all and just sort of sitting waiting for something to happen yeah, um, I guess one thing that I think this comes back from being this, my my mom says, avoid using the stubborn word. 
mm. but um, I was I was kind of set in my own ways when I was a kid, and then so I I think from that stage I had this voice of just why why is it like this just you know having that curiosity and just keep on asking and wouldn't settle for what it is mm. but growing up and then kind of just people telling you it is what it is okay just don't just don't ask, like question it anymore mm-hmm. um that kind of like instilled a pattern or a connection or a circuitry in my brain that's just like okay that's just not gonna ask things mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. um and two way that i feel like that that practice has lost like the creativity of things Mm -hmm. and just having to challenge what is the societal norms these days yes um after studying psychology here at victoria university um here in wellington Mm -hmm. um that actually helped bring that all back because with just studying about mental health and studying about connecting with people and things like that it's just brought so much um i guess knowledge and wisdom that you know what we have to challenge what it is yes. like we can't just settle with statistics like for now like right now it says in the statistics that new zealand it um has a high rate of su- like suicidal mm-hmm. rates um for young people and then to me we have the power to change that um, yes. one life after another and we can't just settle with you know it is what it is mm. that kind of thing mm-hmm. so um i guess i guess that's where it really stem from and i'm learning and practicing in my life that there is always in a innovative ways to address a problem yes um this is like a lesson that my parents have really instilled with me and my brothers that you have to be a part of a solution mm-hmm. and not just stick to being a problem. And that's where speaking out and reasoning out comes in yes. to just have those creative ways of how we can solve things and, you know, mm-hmm. result, um, come up with like a resolution that just challenges what, what norms are these days really yeah i love that and uh you know i just really want to honor you in, in in what you just said there about you know not just going with the status quo i call it the status mm. quo what what uh, society just think well mm. you know that happens there's not much and in actual fact i i think what you're saying too and you know around um, your blog it's about grit and grace and it is about challenging that status quo and saying, you know what, why not? Why is this happening? What can we do mm-hmm. differently? And I love how your parents have encouraged you and your siblings yeah. to be a part of that solution. And sometimes it is getting out there and starting the, the conversation. And in actual mm-hmm. fact, if I look back to my teenage years, I was I was quite stubborn actually, and that stubborn <laughs> nature hasn't really departed. Only God's using it to His in in, in, yes. in His way. But it's like, tell me not to do something, and I'll just be sitting there busting to actually go no. and do that. Don't yeah, touch I, it, you know. <laughs> and I think God now uses us for me, you know, mm. this, this uh, platform. We're often told, oh, you can't talk about um, Christianity, and it's like, yeah. why not? And uh, tell me yeah. that I can't do that, and I'll build a platform, and I'll build, and I'll invite others to to yes, share because is there is this message of hope, and not one mm. you know that um, unfortunately sometimes, and in all 
all different areas you've got uh, unfortunately negative aspects mm. but we want to bring the positive aspects what would you say to someone then because i love the way that you've included in one of the quotes that is so important to you vulnerability is a strength that we should all learn and cultivate in our lives yeah. and many people think vulnerability um, actually is the opposite we shouldn't be mm. show our vulnerability share what how do you define vulnerability um to me, vulnerability is actually an aspect in our lives that we already have, but it's something that we just shut down because, like you said, we people perceive it as being weak. Mm. Um, being able to admit that we have weaknesses, that we have imperfections. Mm -hmm. um, but to me, opening that and practicing vulnerability is just allowing us to be able to connect with each other mm. and see people eye to eye and putting yourself in their shoes yes. and having I think having that and practicing that is allows you to be loving and be kind and just mm. being generous and just not being judgmental and yeah uh, to me vulnerability is part of you know being who God calls you to be. Mm -hmm. um, God calls us to love our neighbors just like as we love ourselves and to be able to open our lives to other people and help them in a way that we can, even in the small possible ways, to me, it's, it's just an amazing thing to have, really. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know what the world will be like if there's no such thing as vulnerability and there's no such thing as connecting with people and mm. just you know seeing people in their own um just accepting them really in mm. their own way whatever however weird and funny they can be yeah love yeah. that love that and i think sometimes you know when you're looking at um, being vulnerable and sharing what has gone on for you the learnings and the insights that you found helpful i think can then pave the way for others to be more mm. open and sharing you know let's talk yes. a little bit about something that I'm, I'm sensing is really important to you when you we're thinking about youth i mean it is it is just incredible if i think back to I mean, my youth days were quite some time ago, but and and maybe there were things like that happening. But I think, as you said, not to the degree that it is now. So maybe share what are some of the things that you have found, uh, maybe in your research or that you're starting to uncover, that is causing some of these things to to occur. You know, about the youth suicide rates in increasing. What are some of the things? Yeah. Because I think this is such an important area to speak into, particularly from a biblical perspective, is it that we're, we're holding our expectations too high on ourselves and young people too? What is it? How can we, and how can we be more supportive? Um, to, I, sometimes I think that we need to compare ourselves with our, the bigger version of ourselves or the better version of ourselves, but mm. then we don't need to put that much pressure and then push ourselves to the point of breaking. Mm. Um, and I think that's where self-celebration comes in, that mm -hmm. we really try to encourage our community and just say like, hey, if you do fail, mm -hmm. at least you were one step closer to what you're doing. Yes. Um, coming back to what you asked about mental health, one thing that I really find 
in common is comparison. Mm. Um, I think everyone is a victim of comparison and there's not a day that you will not compare yourself with someone else. It might be someone has a pretty shoes or like someone has better like calf muscles than you. Mm. Or sometimes, you know, I wish that my thighs are not as big as they are, but they are. Mm. Um, and I think just comparing who you are to another person. And usually that's what we see in social media, that we compare mm. our real lives to the highlight reels of mm. other people. And then we just think, why is their life so much better than mine? And why am I going through all this, yes. all of these problems and everything? And then just comparing those two things in such a different scale just gives, I think it just mentally just does something mm. and it's just creates a different reality for a yes. person. Yes. And that's. It is, it is so sad and I think back um, to, you know, even when I first started my business many, many decades ago, mm. or not that many decades ago, but a few decades <laughs> ago, um, we didn't even have back then access to a lot of mobile phones and the internet yeah. was the, you know, the the um that sound that you that you would turn on the modem and and that was just to how far back and the reason i'm bringing that up is because now everyone's walking around with a digital device mm. they're documenting aspects yes. of their you know their business their life and so forth but we've got to realize and here's mm. i think the difference and this is what we um, need to be reminded of as christian entrepreneurs or even if we're in careers or even young people of any mm. age is that we do not look at who the world defines us as or the parameters that the world defines, your success, where you're achieving, the, the awards you've mm. won, what you've studied, the degrees and the, you know, the letters yeah. behind your name. To God says that we are. We are loved so much yeah. so that he sent his son to yeah. die for us. You know, um, and yeah. we are loved and we are forgiven and we are okay in his eyes. And I think when we use that as a foundation and we block out all of the other BS, because yeah. that's what it is, um, then we can remind mm. ourselves that who we are, where we're at right now is always going to be okay. Have you, have you found that to be true too yeah. in your journey as well? When you start to feel overwhelmed by all yeah. of the noise and clutter, that you're just reminded, you know what, I need to turn to the word and be reminded about who I am, that God says I am. Yes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Share yes, with us. Yes, that's so yeah. true. Um, no, no, go, I, go. Sorry. Um, and that, just in that um, note, um, I actually, just for me to be reminded of myself, of who I am, who I belong to, because who you belong is pretty much an indication of who you are. Yes. Um, that I put a tattoo. I don't know if yes. you can see it. Oh, yes. <laughs> on yes. my wrist. Yeah. yeah. And it says his first. And mm. so to me, I belong to him first. And that means that whoever he says I am, that's me. Mm. And so if he says that because he is love, I am love. Yeah. You know, this kind of thing. So yeah. whenever I do have any thoughts about comparing myself to another person who, mm. let's say, in the blogging world, who's more successful than me, I'm just like, you know what, I'm his first and this is a different journey than hers and whatever my journey is, it's going to be a legacy to 
something or yes, someone. That's right. And you know, when we when we realise then and just remind ourselves, and I think again, it doesn't matter who we are or what stage we're at in our business, no matter what age we are, we can all get stuck in that comparison. And what the enemy tries to do is distract and discourage us through the disappointments yeah. and, and uh, you know putting our bar so high, the inner critic and so forth. And that's where we really really need to remind ourselves that it is okay. Let's talk about um, doing the dirty work helps build humility. What do you mean yep. by the dirty work? What are some of the things that uh, you've done <laughs> that have helped you build humility? Um, so I think like in when I was uh, when I was young, I always wanted to just be like straight up into the big leagues, you know, mm. um, be a doctor and just yeah. a CEO or something and just do amazing things. But then I didn't really appreciate that you need to go <laughs> and I thought you could just go straight up yeah but in reality you have to go from the bottom up um and to me that bottom is quote-unquote the dirty work it's like knowing the basics of how to do things and just putting like a lot of effort try a lot of trial and errors a lot mm. of like sleepless nights and those kinds of things um one example that I can draw on is like after I graduated from university, I didn't think that I'll end up as an administrator mm -hmm. in my in my workplace or anywhere else. Because before to me, it's just like, oh, administrators, just, you know, just something like a tier one kind mm -hmm. of thing in a company. Yeah. Um, but ever since that time, it's from 2015 when I started working full time. I've had like different responsibilities. It taught me so much about the framework and the structure of a company. Mm -hmm. And then it taught me about submitting into leadership. It taught mm -hmm. me about just being okay, doing things that is not, uh, that is unseen. Mm -hmm. And then just being okay with that just built my humility in yes. different scales. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it told me that it's only when we know how to do the groundwork that we can actually build stronger foundations to go up. Mm. And if we don't know that kind of basic things, I think it's something that's just going to be bound to yeah. crash and stumble. Mm. Love yeah. that. It's such a great reminder. And, you know, looking back, uh, I think as you're starting to learn the different aspects of business, starting from admin and then working your way up, when you get to that point where you start to take on more of the leadership responsibilities and just taking charge of various aspects of whatever it is that you're doing, I think you can be a better leader because I'm one of those people that say you don't expect others to do something you wouldn't be able to or willing to do yourself but also too it allows you to see things from a different perspective yes. I think if I, I know if I'm aware of, of um, certain things and, and how to do things and things like that it allows yeah. you to be a better leader and encourager of team yeah. but also have a certain level of respect because you know what it takes you know how often yeah. we can assume things about different roles and things but it's mm. that that old saying, don't don't judge someone if you you know you haven't walked a, a day or a mile in their shoes, and so yeah. doing that is so important. But I think it's a great reminder for all of us when we we've got our, our aim set here, 
and yet we've got to take that journey. A great lesson that I yeah. uh, recently heard, and I'd love to, to share this because I think it really re resonates mm -hmm. with what we're talking about, Valerie, is that there was a young tech entrepreneur that started his business and he was in the US and he looked at a lot of uh, venture capitalists and, and you know um, people investing in other people's tech startups, but he wasn't yeah. able to achieve that. And he said, you know, not having that and having to work my way up and really build from the ground up he could see where he was now. He was a better leader, a better husband, a better director of his business. Whereas he saw some of these young men and women who were startup and all of a sudden they had budgets of millions of dollars that were invested yeah. yet hadn't grown the leadership and the ability yeah. to, to you know, um, look at risk and balance that and create operations yeah. and things. So I think, you know, what, what we're saying is no matter where you're at in your business or life, you are where you're meant to be and where God wants and has placed you because you could yeah. be building the strength and the character and the skills that he has, yeah. that he wants in you because where you're going, it's amazing and you're going to need these experiences to carry you yeah. through and also whilst you're, you're there. has that, Have you found that to be true as you reach different aspects of your life and career? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so true. Fantastic. <laughs> Couldn't let's agree talk, more. Yeah. Let, let's talk about learning from other people's experiences because yeah. I think uh, often, uh, and sometimes, I mean, I don't know if it's just me, sometimes you get to, you know, a bit, bit stubborn and you kind of think, well, I'll do things a bit differently. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you end up at the same place and you think, well, I could have saved myself months of uh, yeah. work and heartache by learning from other experiences. Share a little mm -hmm. bit more insight. And maybe there's a great insight that you learned through observing someone that, um, you know, had gone through that experience that you now really embrace in your in your business and how you you run your blog. Oh, awesome! Um, I've, I've, I'm surrounded by a lot of amazing people and encouragers, mm. and my family and friends, and then they always have wisdom to share yes. um, based on their experiences, and it might be in their business, personal life, relationships. And just having to learn those certain things. And I get like, oh, like a while ago, like he said, like we get a little bit stubborn and we say, tell ourselves like, hey, you know what? I all do things differently, but actually still end up on the same place. Totally happened to me. And then I think that was that from that moment, I'm like, oh, actually I have to listen to these people and <laughs> learn from what happened to their lives and save me the heartache mm. and the heartbreak, you know? Um, so... In this case with the blog, um, it's when I interview women, especially when they're starting their businesses and their challenges or some health breakthrough and testimony, I just learn so much about how to remain faithful and steadfast in the times of challenges. It taught me about hard work. It taught me about how to just keep on going, even though it seems like nothing is happening. Um, and I think having that insight from um, beforehand about learning other people's experiences, I wouldn't be where I will be now if mm. it weren't for them. Yeah, like, and so true. I think I have saved myself a lot of stumbling and a lot of crying at bed at night mm. <laughs> if if it weren't for um, me just, you know, accepting wisdom and even when it hurts. Yes. And, it's, I think that's one thing when it comes to learning from other experiences, other people's experiences, is mm. that you have to openly accept it. And then sometimes it's going to hurt a lot. 
mm-hmm. and just be able to you know um get the wisdom from there and just don't be stubborn <laughs> yeah i love yeah. all of that and i think it just really um goes full circle into what we were talking about earlier around you know youth possibly mm-hmm. um really putting high pre- pressure and expectations on themselves yeah. sometimes too what what i find and i maybe this resonates with you and and with them too is that we often think that we are going through the experience and and it only happens to us like how could this happen to someone else yet when we start having these conversations and this is what you've obviously really come to understand is that if we've experienced something there are other people who have experienced yes similar we are not alone and there is Mm. always hope and possibility and i think the greatest lesson anyone can impart to anyone who's struggling is there is always hope yeah, you know, and I think that's where the enemy really wants to take away that hope. Yes. Because where out where there's no hope, what is there? It's like, well, yeah. why bother? You know, continuing. And I think you know, even in real business, if we've launched something and it hasn't mm. had quite the outcome we want, try again. Get back up. What have you yeah. learned? What can you do differently? Yeah. And who do you need to get out and and uh, you know have support you? I think that's really important too in business and in life too. Who is the circle that yeah. you are traveling in? Are they speaking truth, hope and love and you know posi- yeah. positivity in your life or do you need to actually turn down the volume or maybe even just separate yourselves for the moment as you're continuing yeah. to, to build your level of self-confidence and a sustain, uh, you know self-esteem because I think when your self-worth yeah. is low, then when other people continue to speak, that really impacts negatively on who you think you yeah. are and the value uh, yeah. you offer. Would, would you say that's a fair call? Yes, that is so true. Um, my my brother has this, he, he put it in a way that you are kind of the summary of the five people that's around you. Mm. And then so whoever that you surround yourself with, if it's negativity, you're going to reap yeah. negativity yes. in your life. And yes. it's just going to affect your mindset, your mentality, your perspective, and mm. yeah, it robs you of hope. And yes. I think that's the thing with her progress is that we want to reach women out there that you're not alone with your struggles, mm. that everyone is going through something. Everyone is doing their own hustles. Everyone's going through life. There's ups and downs, and we can all learn together rather than comparing each yes. other's lives that why is their one good enough rather than mine yeah and yeah i think it's just all about having that mindset of collaboration over comparison yes. any time of the day absolutely with a, with a bit of fun mixed in there as well and yeah. you've got a great recipe for all rising all supporting one another there is yeah. so much opportunity for everyone so certainly uh, agree with you there so what's the best way Valerie if people would love to read your blog and really see some of those insights that you're sharing on a regular basis what's the best way for them to connect with you oh yes um, our website is called herprogress.com and we have an Instagram account called herprogressnz um, I how I wish it's just her progress, but someone took it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, you can. Those are our main channels, and we are slowly um, growing in Facebook, so you can also find us her progress. I believe still in Zid and yeah. Facebook, but yeah, mainly yeah. it's just Instagram and as well on the website. Great, and we'll put all of those links on our show notes. Ambitious Entrepreneur Network.com 
forward slash TCE. One of the things, Valerie, I'm doing for all of my guests, and I would be honoured to do that for you too, is just to finish the show with a word of prayer. May I do that for you today? Yes, yes, please. Fantastic. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Valerie today as we heard her inspiring words and just reminders of how important it is to um, really hang on to hope and to really remind ourselves that it's not what the world says or who the world says we are. We shouldn't compare ourselves but rather be reminded of who you say we are uh, mm. and that we are loved by you, by the creator of the universe. Father, we just want to uphold yeah. Valerie, uh, her family in our prayers, the blogs that she is writing. Father, yes, there is uh, so many youth around the globe that are suffering in silence, who, who feel hopeless, who feel unworthy. But Father, we just want to pray that uh, her message will really reach these uh, young people and that they will be reminded that no matter what stage or what age they are, they are worthy, they are loved by you and that uh, you are such a great, great God and you've got a destiny mapped out for them. They have a purpose in your kingdom, Lord, and we just pray that uh, Valerie's message and maybe even this uh, podcast will reach them, that they will regain hope and purpose and be reminded of how much they are loved by you. Father, we just uh, want to pray for the people who are listening and who are watching today that they will go across and uh, read and connect with the blog and the other content that uh, Valerie is, is sharing uh, to inspire and to empower them in uh, their walk in life and in business as well. And we just want to thank you for this time. Father, we just ask for your continued blessing and we ask all of this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for the work that you are doing and, uh, you know, love to have you back on the show. I think, you know, to uh, to empower and inspire young people is such an important message that, uh, you know, if we can speak truth and life into them that, hey, your life has a purpose, you have a reason yeah. for being and you are loved and uh, there is always hope. I think that is one message that uh, we want to blast from the rooftops, I think. Yeah. So come on back on, on the show. But for now, yeah, thank you so good. much for the insights and uh, continued blessings on all the work that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a big pleasure and such an honor to be here. Like, absolutely loved it. Fantastic. Bye for now. Bye. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com, changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. That's BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.